G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. One of the great, uh, I think, personalities in, in New Zealand football, I, I imagine he took a lot of pride out of it last night. Former All-White himself, a uh, former All-White coach uh, for a long, long period of time, highly respected in the game. Ricky Herbert, good morning to you, sir. Billy, how are you? Oh, look, I've got a new vocation. I've uh, got other things to do, and the, the one of the best parts about it is, Ricky, is on air I can reflect on um, good New Zealand sporting performances. Uh, what did you make of that last night, creating history with that, that win over South Korea 1-0, Chris Wood scoring the goal? Yeah, look, fantastic, isn't it? I think, um, you know, in, in, in the sport, as you know, Ian, it's, it's just great to have these sort of milestones, and I think, um, you know, for Danny and the team, uh, to get one over the line last night, um, as, you, as you say, first ever victory in, in an Olympic arena. Um, look, it just it just benchmarks the game, uh, the interest in the game, the development of, of, of young players, boys and girls coming through. Um, you know, it's just exciting, and I think it, it shows that um, there's a pathway in that sport. And, um, and last night certainly echoed that. So uh, to educate the uneducated, like uh, our producer John Day, tell us um, about the format and tell us a, a wee bit about why it is under 23 with three senior players, I say in inverted commas, uh, added into the squad. Yeah, look, yeah, as you say, it's, it's a, a different type of con, uh, sort of complex and, and, and how you want to bring that together. And I think... You know, if you go through all the teams that are currently um, at, at the Olympics for football, you'll, you'll see an array of different things. I think the German team, kind of most of them under 21, there'll be uh, teams just solely with, with younger players um, playing. There'll be some, um, as we've got, you know, Winston and Chris playing on the side. Um, and I think just, you know, probably where countries are positioned at the moment, where their international uh, program may sit, what's the best benefit um, for that team going to that type of um, competition. And I guess ultimately, you know, providing that environment, um, providing the, the, the challenges for players, whether they be you know, under 23 or under 20 or, or, or a senior player, um, leading to what the national team uh, requires for the bigger competitions coming up um, like a World Cup. So, you know, great to see. You're going to see you know, an array of some, you know, some real superstars uh, that are young, up and coming, and, and going to be on the world stage in a greater way in, in the next sort of year or a couple of years to come. And we're going to see some, some more older established players. Um, um, as we saw with Danny Alves playing uh, for Brazil, I think he's 38 years of age. But, uh, you know, what an yeah. absolute legend of the game to be, you know, competing at that tournament as well. It's an interesting subject, R Ricky, actually, and you're dead right about uh, the opportunity that it gives youngsters. Uh, and other Olympic sports, newish Olympic sports uh, like tennis and golf, we see some really high-profile players wanting to play in those events because whilst they're financially secure in their lives and they've won a few majors or you know, tournaments around the world, 
the Olympic gold medal seems to be a real carrot for them. In, in football, um, we're not going to see that. We're not going to see, I think, full-strength uh, country sides because, uh, why, is it, is it the demand on the players? Is it the, the fact that the gold medal isn't a lure for them? Is it the fact they won't be released or they're just having a damn good break? Yeah, I think you've, you've probably um, hit the nail on the head, Smitty. I think there's, there's probably a combination of reasons, but... Um, you know, I think with the uh, the Ollie White's game last night against Korea, I'm, I, I won't um, I try to pronounce the name, but I think one of the Korean boys that's just had a move to, you know, I think it was a massive German club. Um, you know, those things are going to happen at this time and, and through this window where, you know, predominantly the mainstream uh, top leagues around the world uh, would be coming out of break, preparing for, you know, the upcoming season and I guess the you know the pandemic around the world and. Just, just the vulnerability of, you know, some of the superstars of being able to to have that recreational time to recover, relax, and, and get back into, which hopefully be a, a bigger, more meaningful season for everybody around the world. So, but you know, the gold medal, you know, popping that round your neck, and I mean, it's just it's absolutely top of the tree. And um, you know, I think in a, in a whole range of sports, there's absolutely the aspiration um, to do that. And I think. It's, it's a nice way for football to be a strong part of the Olympics. Um, and, and again, I think it you know, provides that stepping stone and showcase for um, those young players to come through and be tested. And you know, whether it's against sort of equal age groups or whether there are going to be one or two senior players to challenge them even more, um, I think it's just a great place to be. And, and I think they reflected last night in the commentary when Argentina lost to to Australia. That uh, you know Messi was part of the Olympic program as well. So you know it certainly provides and develops the best players in the world. Eleven twelve Friday morning here on SCNZ. Uh, we're talking to uh, legendary All White and All White coach Ricky Herbert, uh, who's uh, given up his time for us this morning to reflect uh, on the fact that uh, the Ollie Whites have uh, made history uh, in Game One in their Olympic campaign in Tokyo. Uh, Ricky, where does it rate for you, then, this performance uh, to create history last night? Well, I think it's it's awesome. It's been at the end of the day, and I think, you know, in our sport, I think we, we, we don't celebrate enough of the success that we have. And, um, you know, this this is, uh, you know, the initial uh, success, the, the first ever, um, and it should be applauded and, and, and put appropriately um, right up there. Um, you know, we've, we've been to a couple of World Cups, and... It's you know those sorts of things haven't come along on a regular basis on our sport. So you know everybody should be applauding what happened last night, and you know it's fantastic. And I think probably what we're seeing now is the basis of what our national team is going to look like. I think it'll be interesting to see Danny's sort of selection policy as he moves past this. But you know I would think there's probably only one or two spaces in that team. Um, that that could be the look of our national team. So, um, you know, super um, older players and, 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 and Winston Reid and Chris Wood and but some real talented young players coming through as well that are that hit that benchmark of being under 23. So exciting times for the game. Yeah, and and you know better than anyone just how hard it is to fill the, the shoes that uh, that Danny Hayes walking in as a coach because. How many opportunities, in all honesty, would he have had with the squad together to build up for this? I mean, you, you know, COVID aside, even when you were doing it, getting competition, getting them up to speed, getting them ready, 
It's always been a massive challenge, and that's why I think in this particular case it's such a great result as well. Yeah, 100%. I think, um, yeah, the, the, the mindset, I guess, of, of other coaches that have probably come in from outside of New Zealand that um, t- totally come with the, the non-reality of, of a national team or an Olympic team being uh, based in New Zealand or having to operate out of here and collectively bring in players that are more broadly now around the world um, playing at different levels um, is, is, is very, very difficult. And I think you just you just don't have the luxury of you know having a, a massive lead in forget as you say forget COVID but just in normal terms of having you know ten games as a preparation a lead in and and camps and and just having a you know the best chance that you possibly can so you're always trying to make it work in a small period of time trying to bring those players together culturally and, and understanding of the framework and technically how you want them to play and the system you'd like them to adopt against the opposition that you're going to play and. Um, you know, I'd have to say last night, I thought, certainly in the first half, I thought it was um, well-organised. Uh, it may have been defensive, but um, I, I don't have any um, any sort of objection around that. I mean, from my perspective, we used to set up and be strong and hard, hard to beat and, and at least get a foot in the game. And I think that's what New Zealand did last night. They, they sort of stormed the weather of the Koreans, um, let them sort of come with the best that they could uh, possibly offer very resilient in, in, in what they did defensively, but then managed to get a foothold into the game and then develop a little bit more going forward and score what was a crucial goal. So, um, you know, I, I, I applaud the, the approach. Um, and like you say, the, the limited time that they would have had is testament to the result as well. Yeah, they got Honduras next. I think they can confidently believe that they're a chance in that one as well. Ricky Herbert, uh, thank you very much uh, for taking some time out of your busy schedule to... Reflect on a bit of football history. We don't get to do it very often, so uh, thanks very much for, for joining us this morning, and uh, uh, I hope uh, the punt's going well for you as well, just by the by. Yeah, all good, Smithy. We're always trying to look for one, but uh, no, I appreciate coming on the show, and uh, once again, congratulations to all involved. Super result, and uh, may there be uh, many more as the uh, next days unfold. Yeah, absolutely. Ricky Herbert, legend of New Zealand football. Uh, it's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.